Hello, and welcome to another edition of Grass Journal. I'm Hudson Gardner. It's a new year, and I'm not sure anyone knows what that means yet. I was talking to my mom this morning about writing and publishing and things like that in general, and I think that it's clear that this last year has left a mark on pretty much everyone. My mom runs a small business, and it was a difficult year for businesses. And I have also been trying to get my stuff published anywhere. And that was also nothing happened last year with that. So it's just been hard, and I hope everyone made it through okay. I don't know if there are fellow artists out there who listen to this podcast, but one thing I've really run into that's been difficult as an artist is not knowing why people reject the work that you submit to them. You just get a a letter of rejection or a a mark that says rejected on submittable, which is a platform that you can submit writing on or whatever, or you just don't hear back. And it reminded me of this experiment that people did with rats back in the 80s, I think. They started to train rats by pressing the a lever to get a piece of food and basically what happens is the rats get trained to do lots of different things for reward. You can train them to do obstacle courses and turn things on and off and move things from place to place and it's actually a pretty fascinating process. Um, But the thing is there always has to be a really clear reward after the rat does something so that they get trained to do it. Um, And then there's also an experiment they did with basically turning rats into gamblers, which is funny because they can have that same problem like we do where you get addicted to chance, essentially. And so what they did was they hooked up the lever that would normally dispense a pellet whenever they pressed it or at like five-minute intervals, and they just had to do it randomly. So every time the rat pressed on the lever, they wouldn't know if they would get a pellet or not, or if it would release one maybe after 30 seconds even, or a minute or two seconds or not at all, and they'd have to press it again, kind of mimicking how a slot machine returns um, wins to people. And it basically made the rats insane, and it made them addicted to pressing the lever. Because whenever they did get the food, it was reinforcement for them to press the lever, but it happened in a random way, so they never knew when it was going to happen, so they just ended up pressing it hundreds of times a day. This might sound crazy, but I kind of think submitting art is like that. (laughs) Because you never know why or when someone will accept it. And it makes it actually a dangerous profession because I feel like that fact of rejection without reason um, really grinds a person down, especially when they've worked really hard to create something that they want to share with others. And then there's all these gatekeepers that essentially decide whether or not that work matters enough. And they usually don't tell you why. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of where I've been the last year. (laughs) And maybe the last two or three years, actually. Not in the best place. But moving on from that, I wanted to share a poem that I wrote today. And this poem 
is about people walking in the woods in winter. And it takes place south of Mount Hood, up in the mountains, in the snow, surrounded by big fir trees and a frozen creek and some big frozen lakes. And it was written just before the new year. And so it kind of has the texture and the difficulty of last year embedded in it. And I'll just read it now. It's called Calligraphy of a Stream. Part one. A gray jay's wing looks like old cedar wood grain grown from melted snow and robbed sandwich bits. The jays move in flocks, take turns landing softly on my hat. The lower lake, frozen solid but for the edges, coated in glistening snow. A small stream flows from one end, like ink spilled on paper, then melting it and running downslope. The jays drink and watch us in all our human awkwardness, gracefully stealing tidbits for a free lunch, even though I heard nothing in life is free. The woods are soundless today, but for the shushing of trees shedding snow. Almost like the silence is asking me to listen, and then a jay swoops in to steal part of my sandwich again. Part two. The cold creeps downhill along the stream. Flat rocks on a dark, gravelly bottom. People walking far, up from stuffed parking lot, into this silence, leaving behind their cars, carrying their conversations, holding onto things then resting in the rare light here at the edge of a lake. I wonder how easy it is to leave it all behind, to come clean to the creek burble, to cleanse the mind. Gray jays winging softly along treed edge of the lake. Three. In mind, I gathered thoughts and things, and wasn't always there for the beauty. Maybe if I drink snow melt, sleep outside, these things become me, or am I them? The transparency of the self grows clearer in the calligraphy of a stream. Slowly flowing under frozen snowy bridges as we walk together back to our complicated lives. So that was Calligraphy of a Stream. Take from it what you will. I don't know what in it would appeal to people or not, or what they would relate to, or what you would see in it. Um, the full text of it will be available on the website, which is grassjournal.substack.com. Sometimes helps to read a poem and also listen to it because listening to it is 
one way of absorbing it. Reading it is another way, and sometimes it takes both to really understand it, I guess. But I would be interested to hear what people have to say about this poem. One thing I've learned in the last couple of weeks is that a lot of my writing is coming from a place that I'm deeply curious about, about existence and why humans do the things that they do, why our minds are endlessly inconsistent, why things have turned out the way they have on Earth, and what we can do about it, and particularly how I think a remedy for all those things is a true feeling of interdependence and lack of a singular indivisible self. That's where a lot of my writing has been coming from for a long time, but I realized that idea is probably will probably never be a popular idea. And it's an idea that a lot of people, that idea of like a lack of self and a, and a sense of interdependence maybe won't ever be an idea that is comfortable for a lot of people, especially if it's offered in a really head-on way where it's done inelegantly, I guess. And I think through my writing, I've tried to do it in an elegant way, and it's been difficult, and I don't think it's been very successful because it hasn't really seemed to reach people very well. So now my writing, the writing I'm going to try to do this year will hopefully be more relatable and be more about the human condition rather than the, the, the path to extinguishing the human condition or getting out of the human condition. And I think just maybe about maybe writing about the condition itself will be a lot more relatable. And so that's what I intend to do this year. Happy New Year, and I hope everything becomes a little different this year. Senegal, now come here to see me alive.